Blog Talk Radio. How much you make matters less than how you choose to spend what you make. A kid with no expenses and, say, $250 per month in a part-time job is having way more fun than many of you today who make thousands per month. Quality of life is all about experiences and less about stuff. So let's talk lifestyle upgrades. You have tuned in to Debt Free Wealth Radio. Trudy Behrman here. Our website is DebtFreeWealthRadio.com. Debt Free Wealth Radio is a production of TrudyBehrman.com. Thank you for taking me along with you as you're listening in on your mobile phone, on the web, through Stitcher Radio or iTunes Podcast. Welcome. I invite you to come on board as we explore all things money that ultimately leads to equipping you to enjoy lifestyle upgrades the debt-free wealth way. Let me guide you to debt-free wealth. Breadwinners, there's seven ways to more lifestyle upgrades from your current income. That is our topic today. Making what you earn go further is not an easy task, but if you are determined to enjoy some of life's finer options, then you may just want to listen up. There are strategies to stretch your disposable income to cover more of the perks of life, and this show, I'm going to talk about some of my favorites. Today is not a debt management talk. We are focusing on your disposable income. We should work to live, not live to work. Our income should finance our life, not our debt. Let's enjoy more from life with our current income. Now, this may require some different thinking. Are you game? It's game on. Now, I must start out by placing this topic in context of the overall financial strategy, which we cannot go into today. But if your goal is to enjoy life the debt-free wealth way, then like me, you will be reluctant to swipe your credit card and pay for stuff later that you've already enjoyed. Unless you're starting your financial journey, chances are you will have to take these concepts that I'm sharing with you today and go back and look at your spending plan and possibly make some adjustments. On the journey to becoming debt-free, unfortunately, some of you have exchanged your life of expensive debt to a life of depravity. Now you're living a joyless life devoid of fun, vacations, and the nicer things in life. Some of you have swapped your extremes, going from wanton wastefulness to scroogish scarcity. Guys, neither mindsets are healthy. For those of you who are Christian, the Bible encourages us to pursue the best things in life, to pursue the best things in life. Philippians 4 verse 8 says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right 
and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. If you follow this model, you will be going after the best of the best of the best that life has to offer. So having worked and worked hard, it is so painful to turn around and hand all that money to our slave masters. Who are they? MasterCard, Visa, the furniture store, the car store, and others who are waiting in line to take their share of what you have just worked hard to make. And there's nothing left for you to enjoy. This is why this Debt-Free Wealth Radio Show exists. It's to help you design a life where your income finances your life and not your debt. It is less, guys, honestly, I promise you, it is less about how much you make and more about how much you keep and the spending decisions about the money that you have. Today, as I said, is not a debt management show. But again, to create that context, I want to remind you that the high school graduate who has just landed a job earning $1,500 a month, who still lives at home with their parents and maybe just has a cell phone bill to pay, is enjoying life way more, having so much more fun and a better quality of life than the adult earning, say, $5,000 a month that has to pay rent, a car note, utilities, daycare, and so much more. It is less about how much you make and more about the spending decisions with the money you have. So I encourage you, go back through the Debt-Free Wealth Radio archives and continue to listen to upcoming shows because we always address strategies for ensuring that you keep more of your income for things that truly matter and give you a quality of life experience. Another strategy, of course, is that you can always sign up for Debt-Free Wealth Academy to learn more about how you can do that. And I will um, go back and edit this show to put in a link to Debt-Free Wealth Academy. Some of you that need to go back and relearn and redo your financial plan. But today we're talking about the disposable income. That part of your income that your spending plan has identified as going towards your lifestyle, that portion of your income that you would have spent on the variables of life, such as your grocery shopping, clothing, entertainment, utilities, and travel, and things that you want, the things you are going to buy anyways, and hopefully you are not going to buy those on debt. You see, there's some things that are fixed and you just cannot get around them. You must have somewhere to live and that rent is usually fixed or that mortgage. And if you already have a car, that's already locked in. But there are some things that you can manipulate. You can determine how much water you're using, how much you turn the lights on. You can determine how many outfits you buy this month so you know you can determine what you buy at the grocery store and whether you're eating steak or you're eating ramen noodles these are the decisions that you're making with the portion of your income that we're going to call your disposable income now there is a way to spend that money so that you maximize your quality of life experience and i'm going to talk about seven of my favorite strategies today i'm just going to list them off real quick They may not immediately make sense to you, but I will go into them. So number one, love it or leave it. Number two, built to last. Number three, time it. Number four, stock options. Number five, knockoff. 
Number six, cheap, cheap. And number seven, get your group on. All right? So let's go through those one at a time. The first one was love it or leave it. That's another way of saying buy what you love and buy what matters. The things that matter in life to us are experiences, not stuff. It's not really the stuff that you want. It's what the stuff does for you. And that is why, my friends, it's less about how much you make and more about the experiences that you create. Clutter is a good indication that you have too much stuff that you don't need and don't use, which means you have spent too much money on those things that you really don't want or even have space for. That pair of shoes that you just had to have, but you've worn only once and now you hate. That magazine that you haven't read and is now stale news. That extra bag of chips that not only added fat to your thighs and plaque to your arteries, but also stole dollars from from your wallet that you could have absolutely done without spending. Starter homes are great. But how many people you know that got a starter home and thought they would move into a bigger or nicer one later are still in their starter home 20-something years later, cramped and hating it? Sometimes it truly is better to just rent and save to buy the home that has room for expansion so that if you do end up staying there for 20 or more years, you will be quite fine. Guys, if you don't love it, do not spend your hard-earned money to get it. When you accept less than you want from life, you often end up with less than you want in life. I'll repeat that. And that's one of my quotes. I ha- on my Pinterest page, guys, if you follow me on Pinterest, you'll see a lot of my one-liners that I've come up with. And this is one of them. When you accept less than you want from life, you end up with less than you want in life. It's under the Trudy Says section in Pinterest. You see, on a daily basis... We are spending money on things that we neither need, want, or love. That, my friends, is wasted money. Spending an extra 50 cents here or $20 there is very unnoticeable at the moment, but it adds up. I remember one day going to the supermarket. It was to have been a quick run to pick up some missing things for a meal that I was preparing. Now, the single item that I was going to buy was going to cost me $27, and I knew that my bill was going to be about $30 when I walked out the door. But when I got to the store, I picked up a few little things, hair, some snacks for the kids, or whatever, some other things that caught my eye. None of them were more than $3. It was $3, a couple of cents, whatever. But there was a bunch of them. And by the time I got to the register, I rang up for $85. You see, my brain was not doing the math on the little things as I picked them up, but altogether, $85 later, I looked at the items in my cart and I actually left half of them behind. None of it was necessary and all of it was stealing from my spending plan for other things that would have mattered much, much more to me. If there is something that you want to buy, you would be surprised how waiting 30 minutes before buying it creates a total re-evaluation of that purchase. If you do not love it, leave it. The next one was built to last. Another way of looking at that is buy on value instead of price. 
Now, about 15 years ago, I bought uh, an Ann Taylor shoe. It cost me about $150, and it is still a timeless classic today. It still looks fabulous, and I still look fabulous wearing it. Now, I have bought and trashed many Walmart and Payless shoe store shoes in that time, and I promise you, as affordable as each one was at the time, altogether I have spent more than $150 on those, and they are now in the trash. There are certain things that are worth buying that are well-built, a little bit more expensive. Maybe it's a brand-name classic. Every man and woman needs at least one good suit, and get a good one that fits you well. A suit is versatile. You can get multiple outfits out of a good suit. And a well-made suit with, say, a lining, well-sewn buttons and so on that you have dry clean from time to time can look, help you look so good and make a statement every time you wear it. Tools that you use often are worth getting the better version of, even if it means paying a few extra dollars for it. They don't break as often or as fast. The next one was time it. In other words, again, wait. Waiting is a huge strategy. Now, I said earlier that you'd be surprised how waiting 30 minutes to buy something creates a total reevaluation of that purchase. Waiting to buy is one of my favorites and most fabulous strategy. Gosh, for some of you, even waiting five minutes will have you rethinking the value of a thing. I love to watch people, and I cannot tell you how many times I have seen people pick up an item in a store, and three aisles later, they have dumped it on a random shelf. What happened between aisle one and aisle three? Those few minutes help them to reevaluate that purchase. Waiting can also help when it comes to seasons. If you purchase a fruit off-season, it costs you way more than that same fruit does when you buy it in-season. Very often when you purchase something in a certain season, you will get more benefit for doing so as well. Right around summer and shortly after, the new cars for the, for the following year will start showing up on car lots. And those of you who waited to buy your brand new car can get the current year's model at a huge saving. Waiting can also be a great strategy to help you save the money you need over time to buy that thing you want without swiping your debt card. Credit cards offer that tantalizing instant gratification solution, but waiting and saving and savoring the day when you will be able to afford that thing without debt is a fabulous strategy for enjoying that lifestyle upgrade, that fabulous thing without debt. So time it. Another one of my strategies, I call it stock options, but really it's another way of saying your alternative for acquiring the thing. The thing that you want has an acquisition option. There's always another way to get it. Going back to the car example, if you want a Mercedes-Benz, do you know that one of the biggest benefits of owning a Mercedes is that they tend to keep the car body style for about 10 years? So except for some minor features, it's often difficult to tell what year Mercedes-Benz a person is driving when you see it on the road. This is another example of a timeless classic. So if you did want a Mercedes-Benz, you might consider the option of getting a gently used, certified pre-owned car. And I promise you guys, spending the extra $1,000 for certified pre-owned will give you a whole lot of mental peace 
they, it's, that is worth the extra thousand or so dollars than going with the one that's not a certified pre-owned. If you're going to go with a pre-owned car, a certified pre-owned is way better than just taking your chances, okay? Now, if you think you want something, but it is pricey or out of your immediate budget, if there is an option, there may be an option to rent it. For example, maybe you don't buy the Mercedes-Benz, but on those occasions when you need to rent a car, Spend the extra dollars and enjoy the Mercedes-Benz for the weekend. There are consignment shops out there that focus on gently used, high-end products. And if you avoid the trendy things that are dated and, again, go for the timeless classics, again, you can enjoy a fabulous Coach or Michael Kors purse without the brand-new sticker price. Years ago, when I worked at Air Jamaica, I helped facilitate many trade transactions. For example, if we needed vendor services, we traded out airline tickets for it. None or very little cash was exchanged, even though there was a balance sheet cancellation. So if the product or service we needed cost $5,000, we gave that vendor $5,000 in airline tickets. Although on paper it showed that $5,000 in airline tickets went out our, our door, it really didn't cost the airlines $5,000 to give those tickets away. So is there something that you can trade? I know of travel riders who enjoy fabulous free vacations because the resort wants free publicity from their blog or magazine. The person who has a high-end job at, say, a, 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 a person who has a job at a high-end country club, for example, may get the perk of free membership for themselves and their family. Now, they have just accessed a high-end experience without paying the high-end price. I had another friend who wanted private schooling for her child, but she could not afford it. She was a stay-at-home mom. Her child was ready to go to school. She could not afford the high-end private school that she wanted. So knowing that that was her goal, for her child to enjoy a private school education and hang out with the kids and the families from that high-end um, education, she applied for jobs at all the schools that she wanted her child to attend, and she did get it. Now, she took home almost $0 from her paycheck, but that wasn't her point. Her point was to get, because she got a discount for putting her child there, and so by the time her income paid for the child's school education, she really didn't come home with much, but her goal was accomplished. Can you accomplish that thing through an alternative? <coughs> That is what I call the stock option strategy. It is basically a way to get what you want through an alternative option to paying full price. Sometimes it's buying gently used, renting it, trading it, and so on. <coughs> Sorry about that, guys. I hope I can handle the show without too much more coughing. <clears throat> the next strategy is what I call knockoff. In other words, you're getting a knockoff. <clears throat> and sometimes the knockoff is perfect for the occasion. Where, where would some of us ladies be today if it wasn't for cost, the costume jewelry industry? We love pretty, shiny things, and many of the costume jewelry items are lookalikes inspired by their high-end originals. In some cases, it's the perfect option for many situations. When the goal is function and you can leave your ego behind because you do not need the name brand association, you can find some really good deals out there. Magazines 
dedicate several pages to showing us how to achieve a more affordable version of a celebrity look. <clears throat> I have seen knockoffs of a Dolce & Gabbana dress that looks stunning without the Dolce & Gabbana sticker price. Depending on the circles that you run with, this is not always a good option for you. But sometimes it is possible to mix in the real with the knockoff, and you can pull off a really great look and control your budget. Now, the next strategy was cheap, cheap. In other words, go cheap on the other stuff. There are times when cheap is the way to go. I have a friend who works at a fish packing plant. She told me that the plant packs fish for several brands. In other words, the same fish initially packaged in a clear plastic wrap is then put in the various bags with the appropriate branding. So the same fish is packed with four or five different labels and sold to you in different stores for different prices. We see this all the time. Sometimes it's the very same brand showing up in different stores at different prices. Guys, a McDonald's burger at your corner McDonald's store costs way less than this McDonald's burger at the airport. There are certain things <clears throat> that you just can absolutely buy on price. Eggs at public supermarket cost more than eggs at Save-A-Lot supermarket, but eggs are eggs. I served a generic brand cola at a party and it was sold in a two-liter bottle for less than the price of a one-liter bottle of Coca-Cola. Nobody was the wiser, and to feed that many people, I needed the more budget-friendly option. So I go cheap on certain things so that I can save up and buy the things that matter where price is not the deciding factor. I would rather turn off the air conditioning during the spring and open the windows and save on my utility bills so that I can save up more money towards my vacation. Going cheap on certain stuff allows you to keep more money towards the more pricey things that do matter to you. And when it comes to vacation, guys, sometimes you can go cheap on the accommodations if you're going to an expensive location or go expensive on the hotel if you're going to a cheap location. So say, for example, you're doing business or you're vacationing in a poor third-world country. Why not go ahead and get a great hotel even if it's a little bit more pricey than the others, just because everything else once you step out the door, like food and trinkets, are going to be cheap. But if your goal is to enjoy ski lifts and fancy dinners, then maybe you go cheap on the accommodations so that you can have money for all those quality of life experiences. Last but not least, the strategy was get your group on coupons and Groupon and so so forth. Now I'm not much of a coupon cutter myself. But these days, extreme couponing is now a professional sport. I have a friend that is actually changing my view on coupon, cut, coupon cutting, and I'm working with her to offer a course soon to those of you that are interested in this kind of thing. Nevertheless, you know, that the thing, you know what the things are that you buy and buy often. <clears throat> if there is a coupon that will save you some money or allow you to buy one, get one free, then by all means, cut those coupons. Some companies even offer coupons directly on their websites, so it pays to deliberately look for a coupon for the pricier thing that you may want. Groupon is now well established as one way to get that product or service that you want at a discount, and there are many shopping clubs popping up all over the place that do the same thing. For example, I try to avoid spending my money on things that deteriorate or depreciate when possible. So, for example, I buy gold and silver as one way to preserve my wealth.
Now, if I did that through retail, guys, you know what gold costs, right? But silver is not that bad. But you know what that costs. If I were to do that on a regular basis through retail, I would end up buying much, much less than I'm able to buy through the wealth club that I'm a part of, where I'm able to buy bullion and collectible gold and silver and pay pennies over the market spot price. And that I've included that link in the show description. So however you found this show today, look in the body of the description of it, and there will be a link to that club as well. I just caution those of you who buy stuff just because you have a coupon, and it's not something that you would have bought normally. If you do not need to buy that jar of pickles because no one in your house likes pickles, then just because they have a coupon for a great price doesn't mean you should go and buy pickles. So you do not have to wait to enjoy lifestyle upgrades. You do not need to wait for a pay increase. You do not need to wait till when you are debt free. If you implement some of these strategies right now into your spending plan, you can begin to enjoy lifestyle upgrades right now. Guys, honestly, I I am all for being 100% debt free. But to go from wanton wastefulness to absolute depravity is not the way to go. We want, we have to work, we have expenses, and why should your income finance your debt? Use that income to finance your life. Create memorable experiences because it's not, it's not the plane ride. It's the, where the experience of going to a new place and connecting with your loved ones. That is what it's all about. It's not the stuff. It's what the experience that comes out of that stuff. Money of itself is just a tool. The value of money is what money can do for you. And sometimes you can accomplish those things with much less money than you thought, especially if you create a spending plan, you have a clear vision of what it is you want. How many of you have a vision board? You know, something that you're looking forward to that keeps you, because sometimes when you, the attraction marketing, the law of attraction really works, guys, because I promise you, if you focus on the thing you want, truly want, it starts to show up. Life starts to make it happen and cooperate with you to bring that thing right to you. Okay, so you do not have to wait to enjoy those lifestyle upgrades. So just to recap, the seven strategies were love it or leave it, built to last, time it, stock options, knockoffs, cheap, cheap, and get your group on. Now, guys, I hope this show was of some value to you. Please, below this show page is going to be an area you can leave a comment. There's lots of ways you can connect with me. I hope you do because I absolutely look forward to connecting with you. Now, the easiest way is to download my app on your smartphone. Um, it, and that app will include my videos, access to the store, and you know the radio show. So instead of making multiple clicks, if you have my app on your smartphone, you'll be able to access Debt-Free Wealth Radio without a ton of steps. The app for the Apple device will come soon, but there it is. So join us next week on Debt-Free Wealth Radio, and I thank you for tuning into the show today. Guys, 2014 is the year for your abundance. Let's pick up the momentum and press on for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. It's Trudy Behrman here saying I love you all, and I will see you next week. 